Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey, happy new year. Oh my gosh. I feel totally different from when I recorded last week in my car to this week in my car. I don't know about you. Chances are you're a female if you're listening. Um, But the lead up to your period, you feel like a psychopath. That's how I feel. I'm emotional. I feel edgy. And then once you get it, I'm totally fine. And I was trying to explain this to my husband. We've been together for, together, like 16 years, married seven. And he's like, I didn't know that. I didn't know once you got your period, you're fine. I'm like, yes, it's the lead up that is the problem. Anywho, I hope you are doing well uh, and are feeling like, refreshed and focused. And if you're not there, hey, it's okay. It's okay if you're not like super excited. Maybe you are feeling like the post-holiday blues or I think sometimes January is a really hard month for a lot of people, January, February, especially um, because it's like after the holidays, um, you're maybe overwhelmed with I don't know, new goals. It feels like really cold in most places. I remember in the Midwest, I hated the months of January and February. I despised them. They felt so long. They felt so cold. They felt so gray. And that is usually when I got like depressed and down or whatever. So if you're not feeling like upbeat, it's okay. It's all normal. It's all part of life. And, uh, that's kind of how I was feeling last week. And now I'm like, I have a pep in my step. I think it's because the sun is out. I just did a really great workout with my friend Stacy, Ira, and Danielle. Our friend Stacy came up with this killer booty workout. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. So that was fun. And I was looking forward to recording this podcast and being able to talk to you all. So last week I talked about, what did I talk about? I think it was the, oh, new goals, tying up 2022 with a bow. Um, And I talked about creating a joy jar. So this is something I wanted to start in the beginning of last year. And it took me till March to actually do it. And basically, if you didn't listen to that episode, go back and listen to that one. But I had a jar in my room. I cut up some pieces of paper. I had a pen next to it so that every day when I got ready, I saw the jar and it would, um, spark my interest, I guess, to write on there if there was like a highlight in our house. So some of the things I put down was like Ollie lost his first tooth or the boys learned to ride, um, two wheels. 
Um, Tom got a new certification with um, his aviation training, um, things like that. Maybe um, you got a new vehicle, whatever it is. I put all those things down. People, certain people came to visit. And um, I just did this sporadically through the year and nobody in my house knew I was doing it. So last night was a good opportunity to actually go over these. So we didn't go over them on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day like I had planned, but yesterday worked out perfectly. We had a nice dinner and I brought this jar out. And it was so cool to see like my family so excited to hear what I wrote down. And they're like, oh yeah, I forgot we did that. And my husband especially was like so excited. He was like, wow, that was a really cool tradition. I didn't know that you were doing that. Let's do that every year and let's have everybody write something down and put it in a place where we can see. So I'm going to order like a sign on Amazon um, and write like joy jar or something. And I'm going to put the jar probably by our coffee maker with slips of paper so that, you know, the boys could either like draw a picture to represent something exciting that happened to them. And then Tom and I can write down something that happened that was great or a great memory. And, um, and it could be really simple. Like some things I had on there were like special dates, like Tom had, and you know, him and I had together, or you can write, maybe like you watch something really cool or read a really cool book, or, you know, you're obsessed with a new song. Those are highlights. Those are things that are bringing you joy. It doesn't have to be like this elaborate thing or this expensive vacation. It could be simple things in life that have brought you joy. So that is something fun we are doing in 2023 that you can apply to your life. Hey, happy new year. So generally this is the time of year where you are done with eating all the sweet treats and all the salty foods that you've been eating because you're like, I just don't feel good. But you still want something that is going to satisfy your belly and keep you full and energized. And some of you may know that I've created my own high fiber cereal called Moosley, but I know some of you may not know that. So what is Moosley? Well, it's M-O-O-S-E-L-Y in case you're like, well, what is she saying? It's Moosley, like a moose. It has oats, it has almonds, it has coconut, it has cacao, it has flax, hemp, and cinnamon. What I like to do, I have these little individual packs or you can buy a full bag, but the individual packs I bring with me after the gym, I fill a little container up with almond milk and I'll have it cold like that. I will also eat it in my yogurt with some peanut butter. I will warm it up and add some fruit. You can make it as overnight oats and let the milk sit and then the chia kind of expands so it's a little bit thicker. It is so freaking good. Obviously, I wouldn't put my name on this brand if I didn't think it was good. Um, but what I love most about it is I feel good. I know I am feeding my gut what it needs, the good bacteria. And it helps me stay satiated. And I'm not like craving for the next thing five seconds later. So if you're interested, you can head to mymoosley.com. That's M-Y-M-O-O-S-E-L-Y.com. What's really cool is orders over $34.99 get free shipping. I feel like Amazon. All right, you guys, check it out if you're interested. So today I want to talk about 
three things that I'm leaving in 2022 and three things I want to bring in to the new year. And then also I'm going to share my word of the year. I forget. I think my word of the year last year, isn't this bad because it should have been a focus. I think it was love. I don't remember. It was love. And I feel like I could have honored that word a bit more. And obviously I didn't, it didn't hold a lot of significance because I didn't remember it now. But my intention for my word last year was love for myself. Um, You know, the same love that I give to everybody else in my life to give to myself as well. So I have a new word. I'm going to share that here in a second. So this list, the three things that I want to let go of and not bring into 2022, this list was hard. And I literally just finished my last one a couple of minutes be, uh, before recording this podcast. And then I want to share some of the things that my friends said to me because I asked them this question because I knew I was about to record this podcast. Okay, the first one for me, this is a big one. So in 2020, I had my first in-person conference and it was amazing. And then COVID hit and then I had a virtual conference. In 2021, I had a in-person conference again. It was amazing. 2022, I gave myself a break and allowed myself to like focus on a couple things. So one, our oldest son started kindergarten. I wanted to be completely present for that him and not be stressed out planning the conference because although a conference is super, super exciting, it pushes me to the absolute edge. I hate to admit, but there is stress that comes along with it. There's stress in when I'm, what am I going to say? It's there's stress in Um, how are people going to feel? Are they going to get what they want out of the conference? And when I went into planning the conference for 2021, I went in it with a new intention and I was way better than I was in 2020, way better because I looked at it as something that was exciting and not necessarily something that should bring me stress. Although there was some things that, you know, did bring me stress knowing that I'll be talking in front of all these people. Um, you know, that still, there was this underlining, you know, stress of it because you want to make it a beautiful day. You want things to run smoothly, or at least I should say I do. And so 2022, I had a few people ask me, are you doing a conference this year? And I said, you know what? And I was straight up with them. I said, my son is starting kindergarten. And then, oh, I started moosely. I started my high fiber cereal. So that was like having a baby, right? I knew that I had to devote my time into building that new business. And so when I think about 2023, halfway through the year, I'm like, okay, just save your conference for next year. Skip 2022. I'm allowing myself the time to still figure out if I want to have another conference because there's a lot of work that goes into it. And when I focus my energy in building the conference, it pulls my energy from something else, whether that's being with my family more or whether it's being immersed into one of my other businesses, you know, something has to give. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but having a conference is an investment. It's a 
financial investment and it also is a time investment. I spent money in 2020 for my first conference. You know, I was still learning. I was like, I spent money on things that I really didn't need to spend money on. And it's funny, if you look at the two conferences, the two in-person conferences, the second one was way more like spectacular, I guess. And I, I, there was a profit from that. But with my first one, I was making mistakes. I was spending money on things that I didn't really need to spend money on. Whereas the second conference I learned from, and it was great learning experience. Overall, I think I did better um, in my speaking abilities. I think there was more of a connection. Um, and I definitely grew. But, you know, if I'm thinking of what, what my focus is, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. So I'm giving myself permission to not have a conference or potentially doing a conference with somebody else so that will alleviate some pressure that I put on myself. I think I'm very open to um, that idea. Something else, the second thing I'm letting go of in 2022 is the idea that I need to stick to one thing. This has bothered me a lot, actually. I've had so many conversations with my husband about this. Sometimes I feel like I try so many things that it's hard to excel in one area. And when you look at other entrepreneurs, they have tried so many things. But for me, I feel like I need to stick to one thing and I kind of beat myself up if I have a new idea or if I want to branch out of something. So when I was a elementary school teacher, I taught for six years, leaving that field was so daunting because I felt like a failure. I spent, you know, four years of school. You know, I spent a lot of money. I spent my time in the field that I felt like, oh, well, that was a failure. That was, that was a waste. And that was not the best way of looking at it because I learned from that. I learned how to be more understanding, especially from the teacher's point of view and now the parent's point of view. Like I freaking bow down to my kids' teachers because I know the shit that they go through. I make sure and, you know, I guess this, I don't know what you want to say about this, but I, I make sure I go out of my way for like Christmas and teacher appreciation and all of those things to show them that, oh my gosh, what you do is unbelievable. And a lot of work that you put in is it's, it's not noticed and it's, it's underappreciated. So, um, so that has opened my eyes. So I don't, I have to remind myself and talk my way through that. Like it wasn't a failure. And then I met so many great people in college. That was like so much freaking fun. I learned a lot. I struggled a lot. That was such a pivotal point in, in my life and in my growth. Um, but going back to that business aspect, because I have new ideas all the time, you know, and when I don't have a new idea, I'm like, what's wrong? You know, like, why don't you have a new idea? Like new ideas get you excited and all these things. And then once I do, I'm like, I doubt myself. I'm like, no, like you're in fitness and you teach classes, which I do. And I don't think that will ever leave. And then with, with the podcast and, you know, um, 
the Moosley business and I started things on Etsy before and, you know, just, I like to try new things, but I, sometimes I get down on myself because I'm like, you have another new idea, you know? So I'm leaving that behind in 2022 and allowing myself to explore and allowing myself to try without guilt for feeling a certain way or wanting to because that's what makes life exciting. Who says you have to stay on the same path just because that's the path you've been on this whole time? Like boring, right? The third thing I am leaving behind is, this is the most embarrassing one for me to admit, is comparison. I think we can all relate to this one. And I catch myself sometimes comparing whether it's my business to somebody else's business who is like farther along or even my body. I'm not going to lie. Like if I see a girl that, you know, can do more pull-ups than me or who has, you know, more defined muscles, sometimes I compare myself to their body and that does not feel good if I'm being honest. And that is a work in progress, especially this time of year. You know, it's January. We're coming off of the holidays. We're coming off of, you know, treats and alcohol and maybe less movement and just more consumption, right? And so this time of year, I always feel a little off. I have to remind myself, you always feel a little off in your health this time of year because you just came off of a month of indulging, right? And so I want to remind myself of everything that I've accomplished, how far I've come and why I appreciate my body, not just the way it looks, but how it feels and know that my body is unique to me. And that's great. I'm like, I'm cheering for the other women that I'm like, frick, did you just see how many pull-ups she just did? Like, pull-ups are hard. They're the bane of my existence, but that is something I'm working really hard on and they're challenging. So I'm leaving comparison in 2022. All right. What do I, oh, I said I was going to share real quick what my girlfriend said about what they're leaving behind. This one was such a struggle for me for such a long time. And I feel like I'm so good at it now. But I would say for years, and I feel like most women suffer from this, and that is uh, people-pleasing and caring what other people think and holding back. That's what one of my girlfriends said. She's like, I feel like I'm holding back. And by doing that, I'm not being as vocal as I want to be. And maybe this you, I feel like, women especially, we hold back because we don't want to hurt other people's feelings. We don't want to be too flashy and people think that we are showing off or whatever it is or that we are bossy or that we're arrogant. So we hold back from what we truly want to say or how we want to express ourselves so other people feel okay with themselves. And that's not okay. That's not okay because you are dimming your light to make somebody else feel better. So that was so interesting to me. And 
hopefully that helps, um, helps you. Um, I think I touched on this one, but learning to say no and stop saying yes. We say yes, 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 yes to everybody and everything. And then we feel like shit because we have things on our to-do list that we don't want to do. And we're on somebody else's agenda. Like I've been following, um, Lori Harder. She's one of my favorite podcasters. And I learned this from her a while ago. And she said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I apply this so much in my life. It's like, if I'm not super excited when somebody asks me to do something then I'm like, "Mm, I want to lean towards no. And I honor my evening time and I honor my family time so much. Like, for example, I get asked all the time to sub other people's fitness classes. And it's, if it's at night, I will not do it like nine times out of 10 because I am missing dinner with my family. I am getting stuck in traffic at that time, driving 20 minutes. It's actually 30 minutes with the usual 20 minutes to the other side of town and 30 minutes home. And you know, set up and all of that. And I'm like, it's not worth it. It is not worth it to me. And some people might be like, well, you're not a team player. I'm sorry. My team is my family. I put them first, you know, and, you know, so maybe some people might, might think that's a little bad, but I have to learn to get past that. Like not caring that I can't help out right now. And I don't make excuses. I just say, sorry, I'm not available. I don't, I, and I used to do this. I used to make excuses as to why I couldn't do something. Another example was before Christmas, I had a pop-up for Moosley. I had to drive downtown, um, like a 45 minute drive. And um, it was a couple days before Christmas. I said yes to something. And then I just texted the owner and I said, listen, you know, my kids need me to be home tonight. And she was so understanding. And she was like, actually, my partner and I were thinking it's best that you come a different time because um, there was another vendor there. And it just didn't really sync up with what I was was doing. It was a totally different vendor. And it, ju- it just didn't work out. And I said, oh my gosh, I was fretting about telling her no because I committed to this. I had it on the agenda. I was so concerned about disappointing her and I built this story up in my head that when I actually reached out to her, she's like, actually, I was, you know, thinking that it was better that you don't come, you know? So we build these things up in our head when they don't need to be built on. So I thought that was something good to know. Okay, let's go into what I'm bringing in to 2023. Where are we at on time? 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I'm bringing in more fun. I'm bringing in more fun because there's always room to have fun. But with my Enneagram number, Enneagram 3, The Achiever, if you have not listened to the episode on Enneagram, um, you should go back and listen to that one because I think it's really interesting. But I feel good when I'm accomplishing things and creating new things and all of that, that I don't leave a lot of room for fun when it comes to like friends. And this ties into my next one. So I'm re- leaving more room for fun. Like today's workout. I worked out with three other girls. I usually don't work out with anybody on my days off just because 
I like to get in and I like to get out and I like to focus and boom, 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 right? That's my finger snapping. And uh, when my friends message, she's like, hey, do you want to come work out? And I'm like, you know what? And I kept going, hmm, hmm, like hemming and hawing in my head. And I'm like, no, you need to switch it up. When was the last time you worked out with friends? And I'm so glad I did because it was such an intense workout that, and now I learned things that I can apply to my other workouts. And it was so good to just like have a conversation with other moms and females and just laugh. And it was good. And because I said yes to that, I am not getting the rest of my to-do list done today, but that is okay. And I'm reminding myself to make more room for fun. This is a caveat to the next point, which was make more time for friends. When the kids are so young, I will admit that like, I remember hanging out with my friends so much more when I didn't have kids and you know that naturally life happens and you have less time to give, right? But this year I want more time with my friends. I don't want to wait months in between having dinners and conversations. So I'm making more time for friends. And the third thing that I'm bringing into 2023 is abundance. And that could be a million things. Like whatever's meant to come my way, I'm accepting of that. It's abundance of fun. It's abundance of money. It's abundance of energy. It's abundance of strength. I'm attracting it all into 2023. And last but not least, my word of the year, it's actually words of the year, is financial literacy. I talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but I want to become more financially literate, meaning I want to understand how stocks work. I want to understand real estate investment. That's like the main one I'm working on right now. Stocks will come later, but um, my main focus is real estate investment and all the details that go into that and what different words mean and just like the complete understanding of it and how to build your wealth. And the way I'm doing that, one, I'm listening to podcasts, Avi, right? Um, So I mentioned the one I've been listening to and I'll just share real quick. Um, It's Clayton Morris. He's the guy and it's investing in real estate. I like him. I fast forward through all the ads. Um, I think he's interesting. What I like about his podcast is he has normal Joe Schmoes calling in and asking questions about real estate. Um, Questions that I would have. I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad they asked that because I feel like an idiot, you know? So um, just like your basic person, me, asking these questions. I'm very nasally today. Sorry about that. I feel like super nasally. Um, Other things I'm doing um, to increase my financial literacy is I am reading or listening to books. I, we used to have an Audible subscription and now um, I think we got rid of it because we weren't, weren't really using it all that much. I use Hoopla. It's H-O-O-P-L-A. It's an app that syncs up with your local library. All you have to do is have a library card, write your information or type your information into the app. And there's a lot of books that you can read on ebook or on Audible. They don't have all the books that you're looking for. That is a pitfall of the app, but they're free. So the books that I have read um, and 
some of these books take me months to get get through. So if you're thinking like, how does she have time to read? Sometimes they take me months. Sometimes I bring my Kindle while I'm going to the bathroom. That's probably TMI. But seriously, I'm like, if this is the only time I have to read, this is the only time I have to read. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad, so freaking good. It will just flip your way of thinking upside down in a good way. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, read that one. ABCs of Real Estate, just finished that one. Um, this one I listened to, and I will listen to this one again, just because it's really good. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And the latest one that I'm reading, I'm currently reading, I can't really tell you if it's, I think it's good so far. And I've read like, I don't know, maybe 10 pages. I think it's good. The Psychology of Money. So go back, rewind if you need to write those down. Do that because they are super good if you're interested in creating your financial literacy as well. So your homework, while you're driving, you can think about it, but write these down in a note like I did on my phone, um, write it on a piece of paper, write it on your vision board, three things you're letting go of, three things you're bringing into the new year, and word of the year, or in my case, words. You guys, I hope you love this episode. I'm thinking about you, and uh, as always, remember, you got this And remember also, if you love this episode, share it with a friend. I had um, Kim Eads. Shout out to Kim Eads. I felt so bad. Um, I saw her at an airport. Her son flies. My husband flies. And it was this random small airport. Um, And she saw me and she's like, Lauren. And I didn't recognize her right away. So shout out to her. Um, sorry, Kim, for not recognizing you right away. I felt like such a jerk afterwards, but, um, she shared it with some friends last week and she messaged, um, that to me. And when you share with friends and you write a review, when you put it on your social media, it really, really means a lot to me. And I appreciate it so much. So yeah, again, you got this. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.